This is Danger Dallas for Cosplay Podcast, and we're at SunnyCon! Hey now, you're a cosplayer, put your wig on, go play. Hey now, you're a SunnyCon, don't be afraid, just be yourself. What's been so surprising? Oh, well, since it's my first time being here, pretty much everything. What characters have you seen? Oh, God. <laughs> so many different animes, even some that I don't know, but most of all, Danganronpa. It just makes me so happy. Expelliarmus! My name is Stefania Cacciola, also known as Fantasia Cosplay, and I'm cosplaying as Harry Potter today. Hi, I'm Ayel Samani, and I'm also known as Shinigami22, and today I'm dressed as Draco Malfoy. What do you guys like about the characters? We just uh, love the fandom in general because uh, we grew up uh, with the books uh, and the films. And I've done Harry for nearly uh, about eight years now. And I thought uh, we decided to do a twist on it and just uh, cosplay as the opposite gender version. And I just like to get Draco because I don't think he gets enough love. And I'll never (laughs) forgive J.K. Rowling for writing badly. (laughs) (laughs) He needs more love. Basically, in my, I got a long Gryffindor robe uh, and um, just a simple school uniform uh, with a, a school skirt. And uh, my, my lovely friend gave me a, a, a belated birthday present uh, and I got a, a golden snitch as a backpack. Thank you, Draco Murphy. <laughs> Don't get used to it. Um, I'm also in um, a school uniform with green Slytherin tie, green Slytherin robe and long plaited blonde wig. <laughs> I see you guys have been best friends for a long time. How did you guys actually meet as cosplayer best friends? We actually <laughs> met through cosplay, actually. Um, Harry um, actually met one of my other friends and we got introduced at an MCM. So uh, we sort of knew each other from that and then I moved to where they live and we just and carried the, on from there. <laughs> the rest is history. We just uh, grew closer than ever and, uh, and we just uh, come up with uh, shenanigans and we just continue on the stuff we, we love to do both outside and in and out of cosplay. Do you guys just cosplay as Harry together or just... Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. Even for this weekend uh, on Sunday, we're going to be cosplaying from Seven Deadly Sins together as well, so... There's a lot of people who cosplay as Harry. Can we hear an embarrassing story of you cosplaying as Harry? Oh, gosh. We're getting Uh, a lot today of this podcast of people telling us embarrassing stories. Oh, gosh, I can't really think. Not as Harry. I don't think I have an accident with uh, Harry, but I have this very bad habit. Because I made my Gryffindor cloak, I have a habit of grabbing my cloak every time I had to walk up the stairs as if I'm prancing up and down the stairs. My name is Professor Layton, and we have a puzzle today. And the puzzle we have got is... Look at my apple. Keep me near. Listen closely. I'll put worms in your ear. What am I? It's so obvious. You all got the right. No. It's it's close to music headphones. My microphone. No. I hate it myself and I couldn't get it. Go on, tell us. Go on, answer. iPod. You're jogging. Yeah, an no. apple. Right, apple brand. Worms' headphones. And you literally put it in your ear. Oh, no. Oh, I can give you another one if that helps. What's the next puzzle? <laughs> I cannot be seen, cannot be felt, cannot be heard, cannot be smelt. I lie behind stars and under hills, and empty hole I fill. I come first and follow after, and life kill laughter. Is it me? Is it kindred? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a devil? No. <laughs> I'm walking away. <laughs> Silence? No. no. 
Sun. No. 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 This is a character or thing. This is it, what it, it's it's an actual riddle from The Hobbit. If you've read The Hobbit, you'll get it. James. I have I have read the whole oh thing. It was a it was a long time ago. Like that should be really like It's one of the riddles from Gollum and yes. speaking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. Is it so easy? Am I going to Um I need your music to help me think. Uh, <laughs> no, I've got nothing. No. Answer was darkness. Last one. What starts with the letter T is filled with T and ends in T. It's a teapot. Yes. Bingo. One for that. Forty round of gold coins, but. Yay! A mouth. That's magical when people win in the tombo. Congratulations! I'm impressed. What did she win? Uh, she won the One Piece like poster. It's really nice, silky One Piece poster, like the Dragon Ball one, but bigger. With with proof that we can, you can win our tombolo. It's proof they're in there. <laughs> Just dig deep. I told you, dig deep. What can you get out of tombola? Uh, you can get a load of stuff. You can get a nice Dragon Ball mat. You can get a poster with like Sonic and Mario on it. Plushies of Pokemon, of course. Uh, what else have we got? We got a little stationery set, little charms, lots of little cute stuff, and a Pokemon colouring book that I really want because I like to colour. <laughs> Hi, my name is EJ Allen Cosplay. I'll be cosplaying tomorrow and Sunday, so I'll be doing Lunala on Saturday and then Knuckles from Sonic on Sunday. You created them costumes yourself. Yep. What's your favourite one that you're going to wear for SunnyCon? Oh, it's got to be Lunala. It's like my most intricate, everything is made from complete scratch and it's just so pretty. It's so good. It is basically like a bony bag. So there's a big old rib cage built up across my stomach and then it's got wings that go from the back to make a crescent moon. And then you've got a belt full of bones that stick off of them. It is really heavy because they're warbler bones. And you've got a, a nice little headpiece. It's, it's just literally the main Pokemon from uh, Sun and Moon. If you look at the moon one, it is her. So it's pretty purple, white and gold. And it's very royal and very kind of warrior-y. It looks so cool. Now, you don't just cosplay, you also do a radio show. Can you tell us about your radio show, uh, Letter Geeky? Ah, uh, Let the Geek Out, <laughs> yes. My radio show is called Let the Geek Out. It is the UK's only FM radio show dedicated to video games and anime music. I host it alongside Masco X of Team Four Star and X the Dark One. And we have been doing it for about ooh, five years now. Also, you're sharing your embarrassing stories and wonderful stories on a panel. Can you tell us about one of your embarrassing stories? Oh, I, I have so, so many embarrassing stories. I think I'll go with potentially the most tame one, which is where I was trying to photo shoot as Tifa, but it's obviously Tifa Lockhart from Final Fantasy VII has a mini skirt on and I've got very long legs so I'm a bit of a giraffe when I tried to sit down and I needed to tie my shoe up and I was in a casino to do like a golden saucer kind of thing and the security came over and told me off for shooting pornography in their casino despite me just trying to tie up my shoe so I had to be escorted out and they went and told every like arcade and casino in the vicinity about me and to not let me in so I got blocked from all of them. Which Comic Con was this? Uh, I think it was uh, Sci-Fi Scarborough. <laughs> yeah. I, I know some of your cosplay costumes. You show a lot of body. How are you okay showing that? I'm, I'm not. I just I brave it. Like all I do is I look at the character I'm building because I specialise in Kajinka, so that's taking something that has not really got any design and then turning it into a human design. So I channel whatever I think it would look like. So Lunala is my most revealing one, and I was petrified wearing it. I. 
I was so scared, but I just kind of sucked it up and went with it because I was like, I know this is what this character would wear. It's from like Hawaii, so I just kind of channel it. I'm like, Do you know what? I don't mind because it was really weird. I'd gained weight, and that's good for me because I've been really skinny my whole life, and I was really worried that people would like judge me for that. But I just, I just kind of step out, and I'm like, Do you know what? Safety bubble. It's like that water for ducks back. If anyone says anything, it's fine. I'm happy with who I am, so it's okay. And last question: You're a fan of Pokemon and Final Fantasy. Yes. Uh, Kingdom of Hearts is just coming out. Are you excited about it? Oh my goodness, Kingdom Hearts 3. I've only been waiting for you since like 2006. I'm so excited. I just. I can't wait. And, I, and then they showed Axel in the trailer at E3, and I was like, oh my god, it's Quinton. He's such a good friend of mine. I'm friends with Axel. I actually have a Kingdom Hearts tattoo, so I'm like super excited for it. Nice. I'm friends with a lot of voice actors. Like I said, Axel from Kingdom Hearts is like a good, close family <gasps> friend. His mum sends me pictures of her flowers. Axel. It's lovely. She's quite old. She's like in her 80s, so she's like a little old lady. He's like, here's my flowers. And I'm like, oh, so cute. No, he's a cool friend of mine. And yeah, no, Dan Green, when I met him, I thought he was going to hate me. But. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's a running joke with like the whole Konami lot and like Dan Green and all that jazz and like Tara Sands and it's just all roads lead to Dan Green for EJ and we have a joke on our radio show called the DG Counter which is how many times we say Dan Green on the radio show but the best thing was we wanted it to end so it's traditional if you come on our show to do a Dan Green as manly as you can so we got Dan Green to do one so Dan Green did a Dan Green for the Dan Green Counter it's magical do you see how we do this on radio? we, we get them in really well love it so I do a really silly thing, which is I do a tribute to Dan Green every year. So any okay. character Dan Green is voiced, I will build or okay. wear. So I always do a costume for him each year. So I did Knuckles last year, and then this year I haven't. Lex the Dark One wants me to do the Viva Pinata character that he voiced. Oh my god! Because yes. he was on a social media campaign to get me to do that one. And then I actually want to do either Mephiles the Dark from Sonic 06, despite that being an awful game and I know it. That is such a cool character. It is a really good And game. everything I wear is handmade I'm, by me. I've got, um, have you seen My Hero at all? Yeah, my partner watches it. So. I'm doing, um, I've built one of the costumes from that. Ah, and I'm the villain with hands all over him. It's Tomra, like, I've built, but I've built him. And I built my friend Kachan. Nice. So, we're going to be that on Sunday. Sweet, I'm, a, I'm in Knuckles on Sunday. <gasps> My lovely Knuckles the Echidna. Oh my god. Go. Oh no. Oh my god. Ah. It's a little red. I love it. It's, 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 that's pretty much all there is to Knuckles. Yeah. Red. <laughs> red oh and my a little god. bit of white. So yeah, I'll be in that on Sunday. And I've got a rouge the bat to go with it this time, which makes oh me happy. Yeah. I haven't had a rouge yet, so I was like, I'll bring it out of retirement. I would love, like, I'd love to do, like, something from Sonic at some point. Hey, I'm Aaron, and I'm dressed as Present Mike from My Hero Academia. Uh, my favourite thing about the school is uh, the sick teachers. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jay, and I'm cosplaying a razor head, and... My favourite thing about the school is that who wouldn't want to go to hero school? <laughs> Hi, I'm Chloe and I'm cosplaying Mina Shida from uh, Boku no Hero Academia. Uh, I've been cosplaying for five years and my favourite thing about the school is everyone is super. <laughs> who are you lovely ladies? I am Maid Celestia. I am Maid Yui. And we are Made in Scotland. What we do is we talk with other restaurants and we do pop-up events at cosplay and anime events where we bring in entertainment and we hold entertainment slots and we talk with our customers. I see you play games with them. What kind of games do you play with the customers? Uh, we play we play a bit of Jank Pon, which is rock, paper, scissors. We play um, guess the anime kind of games and stuff like that and random quizzes as well. 
and I see you are singing and dancing with a Japanese pop idol later on. Who's that? That's Chi Sakurabi. It was a big surprise when we were asked to be her opening act. So we were all pretty nervous about it, but we're excited too. Some K-pop and some J-pop lined up. We've got some Twice. We've got some Vocalites. And we've got some Love Live as well, because that's really popular right now. Who's Love Live? Love Live is a Japanese idol group that was was animated and then they turned it into an anime and then it's a video game and it's about nine girls like becoming an idol group together while in school. She's carrying it everywhere. She's carrying it everywhere. Not best. Move that part up a bit underneath the car. Wait, are we doing a photo here? Yeah. Turn this side a little bit. Stick that leg out. Oh my god, that's so long! I didn't realise it was so long. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> how is it not ripped yet? I don't know. Me. That's how it hasn't ripped yet. Ah, me. But I will put me too. We're doing this. I will make a deal with you. Whatever you want, you are got it. Be my bride. Because Bill's a gentleman. I don't care. I am married to this one right now. I still want to head back. I'll make sure that I don't step on the bridge. Right, everyone, roll it back up. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'll, not I'll try. This is not your wedding. <laughs> Girls! It's not fitting, but it's fine. One of you fine. Wait, no, I have tons of fans. <gasps> what? This? I never thought I'd be into photography today. This should be a good background for this. I love my I have like five queens. <gasps> Phil, you cheat on me! You technically, on there's me. technically there's five oh, different dear. versions of me today. There's I a mean, lot of you at SunnyCon. <laughs> I know, but look, we're literally getting married. We were what? married! What the hell, dude? <laughs> uh, I am Heather, also known as Cherry Cupcake Cosplay. And I am Amy, also known as Slave to Mischief Cosplay. Who are you girls today? I am Bridal Hasune Miku, and I'm Unintentional Dark Miku. <laughs> like, you're kind of... Like a witchy. Yeah, you're kind of like the dark, you know, like, mystic, mischievous, and I'm kind of like the angelic, you know, everything. So basically we're like yin and yang, we yeah. fit together, but we're completely different. Yeah. And I'm the actual team Mika, who looks at the sing star on the screen. Yes. <laughs> We are all wearing lovely blue hair. Well, I've got purple in mine. Who's got the longest hair? That's a question. I've got dirt. It's actually Heather. Yeah. By a little bit. Just yeah. by about an inch. Well, I guess when you braid it, it takes off a lot of it. Uh, so. A little bit. Heather, can you tell us how you made your bride costume? Uh, I didn't actually make the costume itself, but uh, I did actually make the flowers and the accessories with it. I just got some like fake flowers, painted over them, added glitter. Uh, the tiara that I'm wearing is actually from my uh, from my prom, so it holds great sentimental value as well. Your bride dress is so long. Has anybody stepped on it yet? Yeah, like literally as we came off the coach, we've had a few people step on it. Our friend Dan stepped on it by accident. <laughs> yeah. 
but we've literally only been here an hour, so it's probably going to be at least 20 people that step on it today. Well, I'm, I'm holding, holding the train for you, so you can yeah. okay. Wait, that's it. what it's all about. Yes. Give it's, it. It's the face. Give it. He's got another one for tomorrow as well. No, Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Yeah. Who have you got for Sunday? It's, it's another Gibby shirt, but with different Gibbies. But it's multiple Gibbies, not just a singular. I love it. I actually love it. Why are you a fan of iCarly when iCarly's finished on Nickelodeon? Ask Alina. I like iCarly. Why? She just loves it. Gibby! <laughs> Literally the only reason. Yeah. Gibby! No, I used to watch it all the time when I was, like, little. So, well, I say little, like, ten years ago nearly. And then like I keep I keep watching kids shows because like I don't want to grow up. <laughs> I do the same thing. You flick through Victorious occasionally, don't yeah. you? I do as well. Though. Drake and Josh. Yeah, I yes. miss Drake and Josh. My name is Theo, and my stall name is Hakey. What are you selling today? Today I'm selling mostly fan art from my favorite show that I'm obsessed with, which is My Hero Academia. And I'm also selling some cute cactus badges and stickers made by me. <laughs> what do you like about Arachidamia? Everything, the characters, the fact that it's so different, it's unexpected. It's just a really good show with a good idea and lovable characters and I love Tadaraki. <laughs> Now, there's a lot of people who watch cats on YouTube and you made cat catnesses badges. What is with that? So, I just really like cats and cactuses, so I thought, why not combine them and make a weird creature of nature? I'm biased because I like them. <laughs> and that's what I did, and I did a bunch of them. People seem to like them a lot, and they point at them and say they're cute, so I'm happy. <laughs> Does this cat as the cactus talk? Uh, no, I think they're actually just... Uh, cat, uh, cacti shaped as cats. They're not actually cats. And what are these other characters you made? Like chickens? These chickens? Are they're, they're from a, a comic of mine actually. It's a very bad comic about very mean chickens. And as you can see, they're eating McDonald's and they're not supposed to. <laughs> Tell me more about your comic with the chickens. Uh, uh, my comic, you can find it on Topastic. It's called Chicks. And it's very dumb and fun, I guess. I hope. If you want to check it out, you can. <laughs> do they just eat McDonald's foods? No, they do a lot of silly stuff from debating life to just being mean and nasty to each other in a comedic way. <laughs> my name's Morelia Cosplay. Cosplaying since 2015. I am my original design Hunter Fawn. She is a fawn that I have designed that is like a battle fawn. She's a bit of a queen and she's, she's a warrior. I'm wearing my fairy fawn pants today with a little tail that I made. I have a, a breastplate on which is carved into with a soldier iron and my little shoulder pads. I have my wig and my antlers, which I made, and I have a bow and arrow. I see the Celtic around one angler. What happened? I wanted it there on purpose. I like the design, so I picked that colour for that. And then on the other side, I've just got fabric wrapped. How does it feel to get a lot of photos taken of you today? Um, it's a really nice feeling. It's nice to know that people like the work that I've put in. I really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. Awesome. What have you just seen? <laughs> An inflatable walking dinosaur. What do you think of it? I think it's amazing. <laughs> I think it's amazing. I'm Angela, um, and I'm I was playing a dinosaur. <laughs> yes, you're inside a inflatable dinosaur costume. What's been some problems today? Problems? Um, my head's too tall and keeps hitting the ceiling. <laughs> and who's the little T-Rex I see? He is my child. I actually bought him from the Life Centre in Newcastle um, when they were doing, um, like, it was, oh, sorry, it was like animatronic dinosaurs and I thought it'd be, it'd be good. It's my child. Yes, I have a little baby. Um, are you excited about Jurassic World, I take it? I've, I've actually already watched the second film. I, I love the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World films. Is that what you're a dinosaur today? 
I might just thought it would be really funny. <laughs> I got it for £50 on Amazon, but I basically wear it to every con I go to, so I've got my money's worth out of it. Hi, my name is Emily. I'm from EMX Custom Pops. What do you make? Uh, I make a range of different things, uh, custom pops, dice roll boards, stickers, anything like that really. What is your favourite fine pop that you make? Uh, I think it's got to be the YouTubers. I love making the pops of any characters I'm into, Undertale, anything like that. What's your favourite YouTubers right now? Uh, definitely my favourite YouTubers, Jacksepticeye and Markiplier. <laughs> How do you make the pop vine rolls? Uh, so basically I make them by, I start by buying the DIY bases and then I use normal white air dry clay and I start by making the claws so I usually give myself a day for that because it needs to dry and then I do, the next day I make the hairstyles so it's literally in whatever people want. Um, so if I was doing like a Markiplier it would be like the flick over the top. And then once that's dry, I paint them with acrylic paints, and that usually takes me about another day. And then once they're dry, I spray them with an acrylic sealant, and once they're sealed, I make the boxes, which takes another day. And they're all custom printed on the 350 GSM card, so it's totally customizable. That's a lot of days just to make one. Uh, how much do you spend just to make one? Uh, the price to make one is about £12, because I've got to buy the base pop and then the clay and the paints and things like that. And how much do you sell them for? Uh, they are usually £50 pop at cons and they are 55 online as well. Uh, my name's Robert Gray. Uh, we're about to see Sheremy Lee on stage. She's a voice actress and actress who's uh, performed characters like uh, Asuna from Sword Art Online, uh, Makoto Nijima from Persona 5, and various other anime and video game characters, as well as the host of the show, uh, Love and Light. Who's your favourite character she's done? That has to be Asuna Yuki from Sword Art Online, for me personally. She's a very strong but quite emotional character who, as part of a family unit with Kirito and Yui, is really inspirational in the way that she is like such a strong mother figure for Yui as well as a strong kind of wife for, uh, uh, for Kirito in the SAO game. Hello. Hey. Um... As you voice act in a lot of anime, um, do you ever watch the original Japanese versions of the anime and is there any Japanese voice actors or actresses you um, are a fan of? Yeah, um, I've seen the Japanese version of every anime that I've worked on um, because when we record, uh, one thing that we always do, we have two screens, we have the animation and we have the script, and so we're constantly bouncing between the two. Um, and so for every scene that we do, anything that we're going to record, we always preview in Japanese, so we're hearing uh, the inflection and the intent and the full performance of what, you know, big picture it's supposed to look and sound like. And then um, we read by ourselves, so we're only concerned with our character, but sometimes it's, it's amazing to me that I often forget that it's a different language because I can completely hear and I can completely see exactly the intent emotionally because emotions are universal for all of us. I'm trying to pick a favorite that I love or... If I pick a favorite, the other ones will attack. Um, no, but honestly, I can't pick a favorite uh, because each one of them has helped me through something in my life or reminded me of something in my life. One that I have not met and I really would love to meet because we've shared the same character for almost eight years is Aya Hirano, who voices uh, Lucy. Um, I think it would be really cool to hear what her experience has been like voicing Lucy for such a long period of time and what it's been like. 
uh, to play such an iconic, beloved character in Japan, where fairy tale is like all over the place. Um, I met the voice actress for Asuna um, at a panel, and uh, I was so excited to meet her, and I didn't know that uh, she had told someone, I just, I'm so excited to meet her, I'm so excited to meet her. And I did not know that we were so mutually excited that when we first saw each other, we ran to each other and like did this like weird attack hug. It was so weird because we said at the same time, she had a translator and I had a translator for her. We said at the same time, it's my sister. And we did not know, because it's two different languages, what each other had said. And then we started laughing for like 20 minutes because we were exactly the same. It was like, you know, hanging out with a pen pal, you finally get to meet in person. Yes, hello. Uh, hi there. I'm somebody who does sort of amateur voice work for various different things. Amazing. And I wonder, do you have any tips or advice for somebody who wants to sort of try and break into the industry? Yeah, absolutely. I always tell people take as many classes as you possibly can. Like, take cold reading classes, never seeing the script before and picking it up for the first time and trying to build a character having no reference uh, because we never get the script ahead of time. I think I can count on maybe one hand how many times I've gotten the script ahead of time for a video game and most of the time it's like, so you're going to be playing this character today and you've got like 400 lines, so uh, let's just jump in. And you kind of have to read the line once, you look at the animation and then you like figure it out as you go. Um, I think for that reason cold reading is very helpful. I think improv is very, very helpful. I have gotten a lot of jobs because um, I am totally cool uh, making up crazy characters on the fly. Uh, so I think improv is very important. So, last question, or are you guys cool? Does anyone have any final questions? This will be the last opportunity you get. And then I'll be back here. tomorrow and Sunday. So if you're like, I have another question later. Oh, if not, go get some um, tea and food. Uh, I'm gonna throw the microphone at you because the camera crew will attempt to kill me if I run in front of them again, right? Ready? If you drop it, it's on oh you. Oh my gosh, this is terrifying. Oh Woo! my gosh, well done! Yes! That made my heart hurt a little bit. I was so scared. That's trust right there. Well done. Yes. Yes, uh, hello. Oh. Um, what was it like working on um, Devil, Ma Devil Man Crybaby? <laughs> uh, Devil Man Crybaby was so intimidating at first. Um, I haven't worked on a show like that before, and uh, every session I had a moment where I was like, what is this? What is happening? And then once I kind of got into it, I was like, oh, this is kind of an interesting show. And people say like, oh, how did you relate to that character? And I said, well, she's always talking about being uh, second choice or being number two. She's never going to be good enough. And so the, um, at this time in my life when I've been up for a lot of roles and when I was um, working on that show, I had just found out that I was up for a brand new TV show and it was me and another person and I was the second choice. So when I'm saying all of that stuff, like I will never be the first or I'm never gonna get to amount to this, it was all too real. So it was a great way for me to, to work through that uh, frustration in my life. Um, yeah, she's a, she's a little dark and a little, I don't usually morph into creatures on a regular basis. Thank you guys so much for coming. You guys are so lovely, this is so fun. So can we get a massive round of applause for Jeremy Lee, please? Hi. See you tomorrow.
Thanks for listening, guys. This has been Danger Devs, the Cosby podcast at SunnyCon in Newcastle. The next SunnyCon is the 28th of June to 29th of June. Woo!